We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You In the morning, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams producing, and our musical director today. So I had a whole nother thought of it was going to be Christmas time oh, in Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, sure. And then... Then you got a Chiefs fan robbing a bank in Bixby, Oklahoma to fund his trip ah. to, uh, to to Houston. I mean, my God. Bixby's in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm coming down from Chanute, Kansas, and, and, and we thought that might be a good place to see. There ain't nothing up here in Kansas. That... Well, there's nothing here in Bixby. Well, except the bank to knock off on your way to Houston. What a crazy, wild story this thing took yesterday. For those that don't know, and judging by... Most of us that are that are at home today, there's a, there's there's a Chiefs fan, and 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 maybe you do know the story, maybe you don't. It's starting to pick up a little steam nationally now because our friend Ben Maller was actually talking about this as we were driving in this morning, and <laughs> yes. that's when I went. This is picking up steam nationally. Like I haven't seen it on you know, ESPNs of the world or anything like that. It, look, it could be a story just here. Uh, in Kansas City, but apparently there's a Chiefs super fan named Chief Saholik who dresses like a wolf. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I can get through. We got a grown adult dressed as a wolf knocking off banks to allegedly fund his Chiefs road trips. Did, did, did I get that right? Did I, did I yeah, get that yeah, right? We're yeah. down a super fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're down a super fan yeah. today, right? Yeah. yeah. Man well, down. We don't coat have team. any motels in Big Speak. <laughs> So we're we're down X Factor, and we're down now this guy who dresses like a wolf and was driving to Houston to see you and the Chiefs play in Houston this weekend. But, but made got a stop tied off. Up. Made a stop a, off, yeah. For a withdrawal. Yeah, had to get some cash allegedly. out. And he allegedly knocked off a, like, teacher's credit union, too. <laughs> like, like, what are you – you're robbing from the school teachers And according now. to police – was apprehended six minutes later. Six minutes, yeah. So he's not even a good criminal. Like, if you're going to knock off a bank, Bixby, Oklahoma, probably not the spot, right? Took him a minute to identify the person. Six minutes to apprehend said person of an alleged bank robbery. That's right. That's exactly right. Six minutes in Bixby, Oklahoma, man. God, way to go for the cops down there. But, I mean, even... 
e- even, you know, a guy who dresses as a wolf as a grown man to attend a football game on the road should know Bixby, Oklahoma, not the best spot to rob. There's, there's, there's nothing in Bixby. There's, uh, we don't even have a McDonald's. So, so you're going to go to a town that doesn't have a Mickey D's and knock off the teacher's federal credit union. It's like robbing a bank in DeSoto, Kansas off of K-10 and expecting to get away with it. Well, it's right by the road. Right, right, right. So, so easy wanna, access for the cops. You want to just get away. Like the FBI's investigating this thing now, too. Oh, I'm. <laughs> it's so crazy how this thing just unfolded last night. Does this jackass night. live in Kansas City or does he live down Bixby Way? Do we do we know, I don't know where this wolf lives? Say I did the deep dive some others have done on 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 social media yesterday. Yeah, I did not oh do that. I had not heard of this particular gentleman. I had not either, and there I know most of the super fans. Reportedly, out there. he was bragging about some bets he'd made. Mm-hmm. Maybe was uh, yeah, he, saying he how financially fine he was, and then the end game is dot dot dot. But he robbed the bank he robbed and will bank. never be heard from again? That's right. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah we'll never hear from this guy This is federal again. now. When, I mean, once you're the talking, FBI gets in there, it's federal. Yeah, the feds are involved. You're talking like at least seven years in jail. Like, he's going to watch a few more Super Bowls oh, I, from the from the pokey. From, and, if they could, and if they connect the dots and there's more of these banks that right. they see on the trail, then, yeah, he may not make it. I don't know. Six minute. I don't think there's any others. You know, I, I, I'm kind of with Josh. I, I don't, don't think there's don't, any others either. I don't, I don't feel like that this is a mastermind of anything. Right. I mean, um, at least he could have did like the guy up north who robbed the bank because he wanted to get away from his wife, and he just sat there. You know, remember right, that one? Yeah, that guy, he's like, please <laughs> he's arrest like, please me. And they're, like, me. they're like, no, we're not. Your punishment is going home to your wife. And he's like, no, please take me to jail. <laughs> um, I mean, could you imagine being in a situation like that where you hate your wife so much you want to go to jail? I mean, feel free to weigh in at 913-586-7610. This is my belief. Okay. This is my belief. You don't you don't rob a bank because you are never heard from again. Yeah. I believe there is a special place that they send bank robbers and you never hear from them again. I know like, exactly just, what you're talking they about. They just disappear. It's called St. Joseph, Missouri. They and sent that Jesse James there. And there, there's no getting out. I mean, again, feel free to text me if you're like, I had a family member that robbed a bank, and he's now back. And I, I don't think these people come back to civilization. Mm-hmm. I think if you rob a bank, you're done. Right. And they're putting you on an island somewhere. I don't know. But there's never anybody like, well, yeah, he, uh, well, he bounced back. You know, he had some tough days early in his life, and he robbed a bank. Those stories, those reclamation stories don't exist. Am I wrong? No, I, like you can go to jail for any number of things, and maybe have a chance at 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 a, at a second life. Right. Like he went to went to jail for drug possession, and he was a high or he's a high level dealer, and then was actually released. Uh, he had a gambling addiction, whatever. And and those people come back. Uh, bank robbers, I don't think come back. You don't see reformed bank robbers a lot. You're no, right about they're that. Just, you're, you're, they, you're right. They're sentencing yeah. and then done. Done. And then they, then they never get hear from again. Heard from again. Did this guy have a stagecoach and a horse too while he was robbing this bank? Because like bank robberies are so out of the 1850s and 60s, right? Like back in the day. You know, you saw bank no, robbers no, no. all the time. Successful right? bank robberies were out of these 1860s. Oh, 1860s, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're literally walking into a place that has more cameras than a TV station, right? Like, you're walking in, like, there's cameras outside. It's there's not, cameras. Like, you have to be some kind of idiot to rob a bank. The 
Well, I guess you dressing as a wolf to go to road games. You are a I moron. I don't think they're rolling I mean, up to that camera and they go, oh, yeah, that's just a fake. Our tapes roll over or, you know, our, right. our VHS tapes roll You've over You've heard those stories too, right? And all yeah. that stuff. That doesn't happen at a bank. Right. It happens at a convenience store. Right, the grocery store had that. Yeah, yes. it doesn't It doesn't. Happen. It's why we got knocked off all the time when I was working at the grocery store because they knew when the tapes were going to roll out and they knew how to climb through the ceiling yeah. and they robbed the yeah. joint all the time. Yeah. yeah, so it's my belief. You could try to talk me out of it, but it's my belief that uh, that there's a special place and you don't come back. You just don't. I know. You've, you've said that for cr- years. It's the worst crime to have. Yeah, you've said that for they, years. Uh, the, uh, you know, Mary and Todd Jones were sentenced today to, uh, forget it, Mary and Todd Jones, never seen never seen Christmas card from those two ever again. Were those again. the KU ticket scandal people? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> I know, Mary and Todd no. Jones. Wasn't there a wife and husband duo up all there those running, are out, running I ruckus think. on, on, all, on KU? I think all those people are yeah, out. Yeah, I think they I believe, are. I think I they are. Who, who was the husband? Wasn't their names like Blue Balls or something like that? Wasn't that their name, Blue Ball or something? I think right. it was. Blue Ball, I yeah, believe. Right? Correct. Yeah, 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 I so. right. Yeah. <laughs> Is <laughs> their name like running that 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 shtick up there? At yeah, KU. like that. You can you come back from they that. Back. Yeah, but you don't really work anywhere again. I mean, when you do, you're not getting another job. Like the Hornets aren't hiring you to run tickets for them after you knocked off Kansas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you you probably are you that, good with money? Yes yeah, or oh, no? Yes, I am. Um, I'm wonderful mm, with it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't didn't spend any of it, and it was six minutes. Six minutes. So the no. die pack didn't what, even have time to turn off. Let, let me ask you this though: what do you what do you think the cops said when they pulled this guy over and saw a wolf costume in the back seat or in the trunk? Or does he hang that up? Does he I get that thing said, dry cleaned? I think they said that's our guy. Is we what got they said. him right. Yeah. Was he wearing the wolf suit? Like there's pictures that have surfaced of this guy robbing a bank in a wolf suit, but I hear they're from like 06. and so like, but it's a, it's good for the story, mm-hmm. right? Like this guy's walking around in the wolf suit that he wears to games, and and he's knocking off banks in in, in Bixby, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I don't see that there would be any reason for anybody to come to Bixby unless they wanted yeah. to look at a sod farm. That guy's going to be looking at the prison in Bixby. <laughs> Does anybody know this guy? I, I'm sure people do, right? I'm sure there's there's a group of fans who do know this guy, who hung out with this guy, who thought this was a good gentleman, right? Like we all, oh, this is a great guy, right? Was he allegedly giving money back to charity too, like other super fans may or may not have been allegedly Thank- doing? Thankfully, was he traveling alone? Yeah, I believe so. Because okay. was- who would travel with this right. guy? Well, I'm saying the you, unbeknownst to you, you were the getaway driver. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, oh no, I got to go in here and make a withdrawal. Yeah. You got an account down here in Bixby? Hey, yeah, I used to teach here. Yeah, yeah keep the car running. Yeah, yeah. keep the ca- car running. Let's keep go it hit in the drive. Gas. Go, keep go, go. Could you? I mean, like, first of all, like, did he? Was he alone? I mean, who's going to a game with this guy? Hey, come get in the car. I'm going to dress as a wolf, and we're going to drive to Houston and watch the Chiefs. You in? Yeah, I got a thing. I got a. I I don't know that he he could collect many people to roll down to Houston to watch a game as he's got a wolf suit in the backseat. That would cause me like many levels of concern. If somebody picked me up at the house and said, let's go to the game. I've got my wolf you know, suit in the back. Get in. I'm like, I think I'm going to pause. On I this. would go. I would go, but I'm a little light on cash. Like, no problem. No problem. We're going to no stop. Problem. The We're going to stop. <laughs> We're going to stop making withdrawal. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I got an account down here. Like, here, no, Bixby, Oklahoma. Yeah, Bixby. It's no no fees down there. Bixby. Yeah. yeah. You'll enjoy it for six minutes. It's just crazy how it all unfolded. I guess, you know, a couple of the other fans were 
looking for him and was well, like, they were hey. doing you, a wellness check because right. the guy hadn't tweeted in like three right. days. I'm like, what is going on here? Is and that then, what it's come to? You don't tweet for a couple of days and people are out here doing a wellness check to make sure you're not dead? And the line, Twitter detectives just went crazy. Oh, they found him fast. Text line says, clearly a lone wolf. Yes, that's no, true. Yeah, true. Well done. <laughs> and that's the show. I just, I'm dying. It's so good. Uh, we don't have any motels in Bixby. Actually, we do. It's called the, uh, the the jail, and you can go there. We'll give you three hots and a cot and give you a nice pillow, and you can, uh, you, can you know, rest you your head. You need to make a phone call, sir. Actually, no, I need to put my ticket on SeatGeek. Yeah. Can, I, can I use my phone call for that, please? Let me make a phone call. Let me call X Factor. Oh, he's in, too? I, I don't need any help. I just need to get rid of unload these tickets. <laughs> Who I need you, to get a parlay real quick. Who do you think the one phone call was? Did he go out there and go, ow? Well, that's like, how you signal for And then somebody came running for that's, him. That's I how mean, you would signal for Yeah, somebody. that's what I'm saying. Like, did, did he did he did he do that? Is that how he uh he got his, I, uh, his I don't, message I out? I don't know. I, I didn't Had you do ever seen this dive. guy at the game? Apparently he's been at all the road games. Have you noticed a wolf? I I, I can't say I would make eye contact with a wolf. I d I don't know. I I've head not, down. I'm not. I've only seen just the videos on Instagram where he sets up the camera and he runs towards the video with his flag yeah, and with wolf the American flag yeah, and wolf costume. And I was yeah. like, who's this guy? Yeah. I'm just imagining the jail cell down there being like Barney Fife. Yeah. Oh, God, Bixby. yeah. Yeah, guy right. with like a metal cup between the bars, and, you know, they threw him some gruel or something like right. that. Well, wolves eat raw meat, so they probably just threw meat in the cage at him. Here's some steak. Go eat this. It's raw. Yeah, you're a wolf. Eat it. Six minutes. I mean, God, six minutes. Six minutes. See in high school, standing behind the tree, like, sir, we see you behind the tree. And yeah, I'm no one behind the tree. I mean, so good. So now, in the last year, we have two super fans that are no longer uh, amongst the walking. Huh? We got two in jail right now. Clearly, no one would come for him. They thought he was crying wolf. <laughs> and this is why we love you. <laughs> what did this guy do for a living? He said he managed warehouses throughout the Midwest. Oh, okay. Is it, yeah. Is warehouses code for I rob banks? Yeah. How, how many banks did this guy rob? Do we know? Like, as far as I know, it it's only six the one, minutes. right? I don't think there's more than <laughs> yeah, one. I don't. That's fair. That's true. I just, I just don't. <laughs> so this was the first time. The man was bragging about like making eighteen grand on a Jody Fortson anytime touchdown or something that he had bet, and so he made some cash off of that. I think was did he tell people he was giving money to charity? Please don't tell me he was saying he was giving money to charity too. I mean, what a loser! Seriously, man, <laughs> robbing banks to fund road trips. If you can't afford to go, don't. This has got to be a thirty for thirty, right? Well, and this people want to know. I mean, there, there's there's got to be like more information, right? Maybe there, maybe this was it, and there really isn't, and maybe he was just a person that was living a mundane, you know, nondescript life, and his whole life was centered around the Chiefs what and dressing as a you? wolf. And what if I told you this man was 35 years old and his whole existence was based on dressing as a wolf going to football games? Removing his ankle monitor so he could go to the games. Well, and that's the he other thing. Right? He was arrested. on house arrest, <laughs> and he was taking his ankle monitor off to go to games and things like that. Oh, that's man. true. Yeah. Or, I mean, allegedly. Well, I mean, it's good allegedly. for the story, right? Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Oh, wow. allegedly. Wow. I had a roommate that was on house arrest one time. Oh. It's, they, they constantly are calling the house. 
But I guess now with technology, this was back before cell phone oh. days, you know, or early cell phone days. Maybe put the tracker around a piece of wood like in Yellowstone. That's yeah. right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Float it down the river. <laughs> Float it down the w- river. Would it surprise you if he was taking an ankle monitor off and going to no. football games? Not what we, what we learned so far, no. 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 This so we, guy's not exactly Mensa here. We, no. uh, we thank each and every one of you listening today. If you are incarcerated, tell the Alexa app, hey, Alexa, listen to... 610 Sports Radio, Kansas City. All right, we're talking about this guy down in uh, So listen wherever you're at, on the go, anytime with the uh, Odyssey app. There ain't nothing in Bigsby I can come look at. People have been asking, and I'm not even kidding, people, people, what you you often say, what people, there are people people? that have been asking uh, about the NFL fix being in. Well, you've come to the right place. (laughs) Next. You're listening to Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Hey, this is Brett Veach. Please stop playing Brett Veach Town. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No, he's not. A couple from the text line that we need to get to from the 816. Rumor has it he used to torture three little pigs. From the uh, 816 as well, has anyone checked in on Little Red Riding Hood? That's very good mm. questions today. As, as you know, definitely need a wellness check. A, an alleged self-proclaimed Chief super fan named, give, I'm sure he gave himself the name Chief Saholic, right? Like that wasn't presented to him by the Hunt family. He chose that himself, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how. How the hunts are out there saying I'm you may sure deem works. you Chief Saholic. So self-given nickname guy. Uh, in in is he in jail? He's on like two hundred thousand dollars bond down in Bixby for knocking off a bank well, and trying to fund his trip to Houston. I think you get to use that cash to post. So oh, you can't. I don't think uh, so. How's he going to get that towards, money? I don't think you put it towards that. You think know. he's got a guy? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> It's just so bizarre. What are you in here for? I'm a uh, I'm a holic. Uh, yeah. What kind of holic? Chiefs holic. Yeah. Hi, Chiefs holic. Yeah. 
So, so he's addicted to the Chiefs is what he's trying right. to say. And they had, yeah. to, he had to go do extraneous links to, Where to was fund the, his uh, addiction. Was he around about 15 years ago? Do we know? Was he around pre-Andy Reid? Was Chiefs a holic around pre-Andy Reid? Do we know? Or is he, is he a new wolf? I, guess, I don't know. What's the lifespan a of a new, wolf? A new wolf. <laughs> There's a while there. Nobody wanted to be a Chiefs fan, correct, Josh. Who, who could blame correct. them? You know, we had a lot going on here. Uh, now everybody wants to be a Chiefs fan. I don't know. Was this guy was this guy dressing as a wolf in 2012? Or is this a new venture know. for new him? money Fair wolf? Yeah, new, new money wolf. I don't know. I just I don't remember. Like there there's super fans don't that have been there in the him. old days, right? Like Belly Boy's been there, Arrow Man, you know, uh, you know, the uh, the lady with the the two puppets. fighting, yeah, yeah, the puppets. Mrs. She's still Cabajo, yeah. she's still yeah. around. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. She's oh, yeah. fantastic. People were tweeting pictures of her yesterday. Say, please, not next. Don't make her next. Right. <laughs> Jeez. We don't need now, a deep dive. Now all these people have to check in. And <laughs> yeah. Just. Make sure you're okay. Yeah. If you're a chief super fan, please text us today yeah. and let us know well, that you're okay. Yeah, you're still, you're still uh, not behind bars. Yeah. yeah. You're, are you still you're walking, amongst, walking the, amongst us? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you still with us before the holiday? Please let us know if yes. you're alive and well today. That'd be good. Got to do a wellness check and all. And, and our friend, the, the doctor who's up for chief's fan of the year that we had on the show right before Thanksgiving. Hopefully she's okay. Yes. I mean, well, hopefully I she's okay. Yeah, it's very much on the. I up, think she's up, fine, up, but yes. I mean, we're checking in on all the Chiefs fans today. Where's my guy Tim? Tim Orman, you you okay, Tim? You haven't texted me in a while. I hope you're okay, buddy. Is he okay? Everybody good? Everybody good? Good. I'm gonna send Billy Coons up to Bixby today to see what he can uncover. Get him out re- outside the jail. Oklahoma City's not that far from Bixby. About a 90 minute jaunt up there, up Bixby Way. That's a hop, skip, and a jump for Billy. Yeah. There ain't nothing in Bigsby I can come look at. No, they got a sod farm up there or something. It does cost a lot to eat when you're hungry like the wolf. It does. Bigsby's just right south of Tulsa. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get on get on the uh, get on the road, Billy. Get on up to, to Bixby and let us know what's going on. Our, take your voice oh, recorder and make sure we get this interview and take this copious guy. and assiduous our notes. Oklahoma correspondent. <laughs> Billy, it's usually Tuesdays is off day, so what else you got going on? You're like right. 90 minutes from there. Make sure you stop and get something to eat before you get to Bixby because yeah. they don't even have a McDonald's. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no reason. I don't see that there would be any reason for anybody to come to Bixby unless they wanted yeah. to look at a sod farm. Well, I mean, Maybe you do. I could use some sod. <laughs> <laughs> so good. His one call was the X Factor. What do you do behind the bars? Uh, a lot of people, I'm just going to pretend to say a lot of people. How many? Are mm. maybe crying a little conspiracy this weekend. Mm-hmm. We didn't obviously know what happened in the Chiefs game where flags were flying all over the place. All the way through the uh, the end game, Sunday night, where clearly the end of the game while I'm not the full conspiracy guy that that you may be, Bob, I'm clearly in the belief they don't want Washington in the postseason. So, so you're in a little bit on, on this, this one. one. Yeah, yeah. They want to get that guy out at the expense of Taylor Heineke. That's right. Like <laughs> the kid can play his tail off. They don't want that team in the postseason. They don't. They don't Despite want him Ron Rivera and Taylor Heineke and whoever else. If you told me flags flew. 
because they just don't want Washington in the postseason because they want to get that owner out. I would be like, okay, I get it. Did you see the way the ref threw it. that flag too? He couldn't wait to throw that flag on the illegal formation right before the non-pass interference call. Like that guy was grabbing for his flag faster than I've ever seen anybody grab for anything on their belt. You know, like when people used to carry their phones on their belt, which by the way, do people still belt their phone? Uh, yeah. Belt yeah, please still yeah. see the belt clip on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very to like early 2000s. Um, so yeah. you got, you got the phone. Certain age, yeah, I yeah. think I think you're right about yep. that. Yeah, yep. yeah, about about sixty plus, roughly in that age yeah. range. Yeah, I think there's a commercial about it. You know, the line monitor guy. Oh, the line yeah. monitor yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you still wear your phone on a belt clip, you need to watch those progressive commercials. Yeah. Um. So so anyway, like, pretty sure my old man still does. Does it. he? Yeah. I don't think my parents ever did. They just can never yeah. find their phones, and it's always broken. He's and got pens in his pocket and the the yeah. phone on the hip. Yeah, gotcha. he's, yeah. yeah, he's got it. All right, well, he's got it going on. My parents' phone's always broken, and they're using an iPhone S. I mean, like it's broken because it's outdated, Ma. Go to the store and get a new one. Oh, they're screwing you. I mean, the, they the are, phone, but you yeah, got to do the it. phone's like, <laughs> you see like a 10-year-old iPhone right now. I mean, it's time to upgrade. I mean, but, but it does only require a charge every like 36 minutes, so at least it's oh, it, 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 That's it, only 36 minutes? Great, because every time I talk to her, she's stuck to the wall. <laughs> I can't move away from the wall, Bobby. I got to take this call. I'm like... It's a, it's a court. It's a you with know a three, cell phone the, with the three foot uh, the three foot uh, power cord. Yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what she's getting for Christmas, Bob. That's right. You yeah. get her a longer, longer uh, extension charging cord. cord. Yes. Yeah. Just get a new phone, please. So so it's busted. Yeah. You have been you have been the uh, the king of the uh, the the fixes in. Oh the God. Storylines are there, yeah. and uh, it's it's maybe it's picking up steam. Well, it is, and, and I got this message yesterday from from one of our I, I'm going to say one of our newer listeners to the show, Josh, and it's fair to say, and it comes on a DM from Twitter. And it says, hey, sir, sorry to bother you with perhaps a crazy question, but do you think the NFL is rigged in some way? Oh, let me tell you, sir. Right there. (laughs) Here's your... Again, here's your here's your place. <laughs> you have come to the right place. Let me sit upon my knee and let me regale a tale to you. And he goes on. He goes after so many very questionable calls seem to go against the Chiefs and the Cheffers and crew penalizing the Chiefs more than any other team has me really question if we're all addicted to something that is fixed or scripted like the WWE. Thanks for the morning entertainment. You and Josh do a great job. And I said, I appreciate the uh, the, the note. This guy I've corresponded with before uh, on here. And I said, I've been telling people this for a decade. Now, all of a sudden, it's like the, 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 the land of the dead, the walking dead. Everybody's emerging right now going, you think there may be a little fix in with what's going on in the league? Here's what I think about this. I think there is a script. I don't think the players are following a script. I don't think the coaches are following a script. But I do believe that the NFL has a script of what they want to see because at the end of the day, there's two things. Number one, it's a business. What's going to generate us the most money? And number two, it is the greatest TV show known to man, the NFL. There's been nothing better. There's been nothing highly rated better. Every TV show has a script that they follow. There are very few things that you will get on the couch for and not leave for like 10 hours. Right, exactly. The the NFL, I mean, like I sat down about, you know, a little in and out of the soccer game on Sunday, but I was, you know, watching a lot of that. And then the Chiefs game started at noon and I didn't find myself off the chair, save a pee break every once in a while. It's about nine o'clock that night. I'm like, yeah, you sit there and you watch this and it has you captivated. Everything that is on TV has some sort of plan that they follow. And I've always believed that the NFL wants teams to win that are good for business. And right now the chiefs are clearly wonderful for business. As we see everywhere around with Patrick Mahomes and what they're doing, the NFL is in love right now with the Kansas city chiefs, but they're also not in love with the, so that, <clears throat> that crew the other night, 
not doesn't have the script either. No, Cheffers okay, and, gotcha. and company. No, they're, they're I don't know what they're doing right now. But you know, you got to keep games close too, right? How many games did they the NFL brag about this week? Eleven of the twelve Sunday games went into the fourth quarter within one score, within eight points. The NFL loves those close games because you know what happens in close games. You're dialing in. You're staying yeah. in. You're watching. You're not going to bed. You're not flipping channels. You're paying attention to what's going on. They love the close game. You want the Chiefs to win, but overtime doesn't hurt them, right? Having the Chiefs go to overtime, people are on on the TV. Eyeballs are there. Ratings go up. They can charge more for their rights. It's all a trickle-down thing. And so when you look at a team like the Washington Commodes, this is a team, I mean, Jim Ursay said it himself as he was, you know, pulling off a, 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 a you know a, a drag of a cigarette on a golf cart a couple of weeks ago, he's ready to move on from this guy who owns the Washington Commodes. And they've been ready to move on, I think, for a while now with this guy. And so they're not, by any stretch of the means, going to allow that team to get into the postseason. They want to devalue that franchise as much as possible because what people fail to realize at times is like when they force these owners to sell these teams – these dudes are walking away with a, a, a check larger than they know what to do with. I mean, the first one was obviously that Donald Sterling out in L.A. And remember, they paid like two or three billion dollars for the for the franchise. Like, whoa, he's being kicked out of the league, but he's walking away with billions. Yeah, that sucks. Right. And so I think what they want to do is try to devalue the commodes as much as possible. It's part of the reason why the NFL is not floated alone for a new stadium down there in D.C. because they don't want to do anything that's going to benefit the owner of the Washington football team. And so I think by the way that that referee was ripping that flag out the other night, he was doing everything in his power not to allow Washington to make it into the postseason. And then the pass interference penalty that they didn't call in the end zone, everybody's going, wait a second here. That's always a penalty in the NFL. You can't play defense in this league. And they didn't throw the flag. And they have more people questioning whether or not there is some sort of script that they follow. And I've said it before. If there is, and you believe it, great. If there isn't, you believe it, fine. However you want to believe. I don't care one way or another. It's the most glorious thing on television. And I'm going to keep watching because I don't know how it's all going to turn out. Seinfeld was the greatest scripted show, in my opinion. I didn't know how that thing was going to turn out. You watch every week because you don't know what's going to happen. And it's glorious. And I love every minute of it. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Bob's Twitter is always open for you and the conspiracies of the NFL at Bob Fesco at any time. Yeah. Anytime on Twitter, he'll 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 engage you in that. Uh, we do have an update from uh, from Oklahoma. Oh, we do. Billy yeah, someone, someone just texted in 913-586-7610. I see Chief Faholic, man, and he's looking very scared. <laughs> and Baba Booey to you. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, Andy was as strong as you'll see him on what went down with the penalties next. This is Fesco in the morning. Preferred two to one over other competing dentists. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. We have on the phone with us as well Robert Higgins, who lives in the neighborhood and is on the ground and can see inside the van. Mr. Higgins. Uh, yes, uh, how are you? Uh, just about as tense as you are, sir. Oh, my lord, this is quite the tensest. What can you see? Oh, what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking at the van and I see OJ kind of slouching down, looking very, very upset. Now, look at here, he looks very upset. I don't know what he's going to be doing. 
can you can you can you see him doing anything specific? Is he merely sitting there? He is just uh, sitting around, you know, just uh, looking like he'd be very nervous. Can you hear anything, Mr. Higgins? It's just too much commotion. I'd be in the back of a news van, so I can't really hear that good, but I can see it all. And I see O.J. I see O.J., man, and he looks scared. And I would be scared because there's cops all deep in this. Thank you, Mr. Higgins. And Baba Booey to y'all. Peter, by the way, just for the record, this is Al Michaels. That was a totally farcical call. Uh, Lest anybody think that that was somebody who was truly across the street. That was not. Uh, he, he said something in code at the end that's indicative of uh, the mentioning of the name of uh, a certain radio talk show host. Okay, thanks, Al. So he was not there. Okay, yeah, thanks, Al. Thanks, Al. There's, there's, there's nothing in Bixby. There's, uh, yeah. We don't even have a McDonald's. So Mr. Higgins actually did check in from Oklahoma. <laughs> and uh, I see Chishaholic, and he looking scared. <laughs> and Baba Booey to y'all. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. Are the Hunts going to release a statement? I don't believe so. I hope not. I, don't believe so. I mean, you know, Pat McAfee has been all over this story. So you know it's going to be a big deal when he takes the airwaves today. He's been tweeting just the keep, hell out of this keep, one. Just keep it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he tweeted the hell out of this yesterday. Who was it that had a... Uh, 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 what, what did he tweet last night about a, a turnover or something like that that I saw? It's the guy that plays for Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. He says, Jalen Ramsey stole that like Chiefs of Holic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chiefs of Holic. I dress as a wolf and I rob banks. What you know you X Factor? What are you in here for? Yeah, I can't wait for that. What are you in here for? Yeah, I, I robbed the bank in a wolf suit. Oh, yeah? How long were you on the lamb? Eh, about six minutes. Yeah. Wow, six minutes. Look at you. Yeah. Made it down the, halfway down the block. Yep. Here it is. Jalen Ramsey with a theft. Looking like Chief Saholic out there. <laughs> Pat McAfee yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Andy Reid is about as strong as Andy Reid will allow himself to be when it uh, when it comes to the uh, officiating that went down the other day in uh, in Houston. Okay. The Chiefs are not huge fans of, uh, you know, the uh, said uh, referee crew. Right. What did we say yesterday? 20% of their penalties this season have come in two games ref by Carl Cheffers. That's, 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 that's correct. I mean, I, I, I think you got to start to wonder if there is a bias here. And Andy Reid, we know, is very guarded with his words. He is never critical of the league and mm -hmm. those types of things and, you know, kind of stays the, the straight and narrow. But he did mention the calls a couple of times after the game on Sunday. Listen, I, I um, it was a weird game. Uh, the thing I was proudest about our guys was they kept playing. <clears throat> they didn't let anything, <clears throat> excuse me, they didn't let anything uh, uh, hinder them. Uh, you know, whether it was calls, whether it was uh, fumbles, you know, whatever. It, they, 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 they kept playing. Whether it was whether calls. Whether it was calls. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's very strong from Andy. And that, hey, it is, right? Carl, good to see you. So 10 penalties for 102 yards. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's maybe, uh, just maybe factored into their decision, you know, to kick a field goal. 
not kick a field goal, try to score, the refs might have gotten their head. I was hoping we scored a touchdown. I mean, honestly, I'd, the way things were going back and forth and, and some some of the calls that were going on, I just had felt like we needed to make sure we you know we, we scored a touchdown. Yeah. So yeah, you got a punch yep. in the end zone overtime. Didn't want to leave that in the hands of the refs somehow, right. some way. That's exactly right. That's about as strong as Andy Reid gets. You never hear Andy say anything about the officials. Twice he mentioned calls. That's pretty. That's pretty damaging, right there. If you're the, if you're Carl Cheffers, now you're getting called out by Andy Reid. Yeah, even very, you know, Well, everybody subtly. knows, yeah. I, I mean, I've always advocated, like, every once in a while, Andy Reid should flex his status around the league. Mm-hmm. He's very respected around the league and should be. His voice carries a lot of weight. Sure it does. Every once in a while, we should be like, just him saying, enough's enough. Right. And this would be an instance where I'd be like, enough's enough. NFL, we are not playing with this crew on our games again. Well, how do you get there to, to that level? Like, can you say that if you're the Chiefs as an organization? And, and, and no, wh- I think wh- they quietly send a video note. clips yeah. and what have you and put together. Like, they go through the procedure right. that is. But every once in a while, I love him just to pound his fist on that podium and say, enough's enough. Yeah, it seemed like a weekly ritual when, when Vermeil was here as the head coach of sending those tapes to the league and him coming out the next week and going, yeah, they told us they were wrong, but there's nothing they can do about it. But there is something that they can do about this one right now, and that's no longer assigned Carl Cheffers to, to ref games involving the Chiefs because say what you want, it's a clear sign to me that he has got some biases against this organization, against this fan base that made him cry and against the Chiefs in general for whatever reason. I mean, I don't think it's me overstepping my bounds saying that when 20% of the penalties you have in the season came in two games ref by one gentleman, there's something here that's not right. And the numbers back that up. That's a math equation that I'm looking at right now. And I think right now the Chiefs should tell the league, you can't assign this guy to our games anymore. They're just not being officiated the way that they need to be officiated. And whether or not they've got the schedule made for the rest of the year, I don't know. In the playoffs, I don't know how all that works. But there definitely needs to be some conversations at the off-season owner meetings. You know, when all those coaches assemble for that awful f- team photo that they take every <laughs> February, there needs uh, to be some conversation. Awful or awesome? Awesome, I okay. said. Awesome okay, team photo. But there needs to be some conversation from the Chiefs saying, look, what, what are we going to do? I mean, this guy clearly has a vendetta and it's not just perception anymore. The math backs it up. And that's why I'm going to keep saying 20% of the penalties that the chiefs have had this year have come in the two games by Carl Cheffers. Actually, it's 21.9% of the penalties that the chiefs have this year have come in two games. And that's just unacceptable. That is just unacceptable because that's when, when you're looking at like, you know, trends and things like that, what's the abnormal trend here? Everybody's kind of status quo with penalties. All right. All right. Cheffers penalties go high status quo. I mean, Cheffers high clearly seeing something other referees are not seeing about the way teams are playing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. They got better eyesight or something like that. They got better glasses or whatever it is. But I, I, I just look at it right now as a major problem for the chiefs and, and not just a major problem on the field, but what about the problems leading up and the mental stress that they know that they're going to have Carl Cheffers refing a game on a Saturday or a Sunday in the postseason. And they got to prepare all week knowing that no matter what they do, there could be a possibility where Carl Cheffers tries to take it away with some bad call that he is going to make out there. And so from that standpoint alone, from the mental stress that that causes, from the anxiety that that's going to create inside Arrowhead Stadium and here in Chiefs Kingdom, Carl Cheffers just can't ref any other games. There's plenty of other games that Carl Cheffers can ref 
Go let him do a Dolphins game or something like that. But not here in Kansas City and not in a game involving the Kansas City Chiefs. Please. And I, I think Andy Reid could have, you know, say in those types of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's clearly like, not happy with this guy. Yeah, I mean, again, again, that's him at the calls. Or yeah. What, you know? but when, and he downplays, but that, he doesn't say that normally. Didn't so Andy that, get into a shouting match with him in that Raider game, too, where the where the Chiefs had a 17-point deficit and they had to come back? Was that the same audience. game where he wanted an audience yeah. with Sheffers and Sheffers was yeah. scratching his ass on the yeah, other side then, of the field? Then I we were noticing that, like, he was nowhere near the Chiefs bench for most right. of the game the other day, too. It was like... He wouldn't just, go, he would go, go over to that sideline. Like, I feel like you owe an explanation sometimes. Right. Especially when someone like Andy Reid calls, like, hey, I just want an explanation. Give it to me. Because right. most of the time, Andy's not going to argue with you. Right. He just wants the explanation. Come get the explanation, and you see him go, oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Let me ask you or this. Or at least, at least I get the explanation. If you don't get that, he's more mad when you don't give him the explanation. Well, yeah, and, and Andy Reid deserves an explanation. The man's been coaching for 20-plus years yeah. in the NFL, and he's one of the I've most respected it. coaches in this league. This isn't like a neophyte coach. You're like, come on, coach. You've only been here for five I think I've minutes. Done this this Andy for, Reid. I think I've done this for a while. Would you let me know what you think you saw my player doing, please? Right. And, and it's not like it's a Billy Martin type guy who's out there arguing every call, right? I mean, this is Andy Reid, who's very calm on the sidelines. It's one of the things that you and I have talked about for years being one of his greatest qualities is that this guy is out here and he is calm in all sorts of measures, no matter what. But when he gets angry and he's mad at something, as the official, it's your job to go over there and talk to him and see what's up and see what he's saying, not give him the Heisman and give him the stiff arm because, quite honestly, Andy Reid deserves better than what Carl Cheffers has done to him over the last couple of games. You guys are fathers as well. Do you guys have the same problem when you tell your kids to take out the Cheffers? They don't want to do that at all. Like, And then you got to take the Cheffers out yourself and wheel that stuff to the curb. Can you get your kids to do anything like that? Because I can. And that's what Carl Cheffers is. It's time to take him away from Arrowhead Stadium. It's time to take him away from the Chiefs. And it's time to say you're not refing any games involving Kansas City. Yeah, you were naughty. Not nice. We might need a little uh, Chiefs postseason reality check. We'll get to that next. The home for Legend Bob. Legend Bob, he's an expert on rubbing balls. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. So flags that weren't thrown, like Patrick Mahomes getting tossed to the ground. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Where where was that roughing the passer penalty? Uh, we Andrew, haven't talked about that. Andrew Wiley took a, uh, a shot to the face mask from uh, from a player, too, that they didn't catch. Yeah. Um, How did they miss the Patrick Mahomes, though? One? I mean, he was thrown to the ground like a rag doll. That should have been unnecessary roughness. That is more based on what we're calling today. That is more dangerous roughing the passer than someone landing on a player. No doubt. No doubt. 
when you twist and throw them to the ground, right. that should be a flag. Yep, absolutely. There was, should be a flag. That's it, the, the term of the penalty is called unnecessary roughness, right? And then, and then throwing a quarterback to the ground like that to me is unnecessary. He got hit in the face another time. Remember? Yeah. Yep. And yeah, they caught a left hand blow right they, to the they, dome. They didn't, they didn't call that. They didn't nope. call that. Nope. I mean, there were there were actually. <laughs> more egregious penalties they didn't throw. That's right. Well, That's because Cheffers was, was looking for a legal man downfield. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Is Cheffers leading the league in that now, too? I, we didn't see that penalty called this past weekend, which was good. Usually Cheffers likes to throw the flag when the Chiefs score a touchdown. You got an, an ineligible man downfield, which has become the penalty du jour this year in the National Football League. I don't know about what you guys think about that, but I, if I don't hear that penalty called again, I'll be just fine. That one sucks. It's in every game now with all these RPOs and whatnot. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. They need to reevaluate that penalty because has an offensive lineman being downfield early ever really mattered like I understand if you if you got rid of the penalty and it's a jailbreak it's probably something you know that's a jailbreak on a day like today when we're talking about Chiefs of Hall he didn't break out nobody no nobody he didn't chew his way out of jail with his wolf suit or anything like that somebody had right? posted a, a he kind of was a legal man downfield yeah, though. He, yeah, was. Out, yeah, yeah so. he really was yeah that's right um allegedly allegedly Religion. right yes um but but I I think you know that that penalty has obviously been called a, a whole ton this year but it's, it's not just the penalties that you do call it is are the ones where you look the other way in this day and age where we're calling a 15 yard penalty when somebody breathes on Tom Brady and then you have Patrick Mahomes thrown to the ground like a rag doll and you don't throw the flag on it. That's egregious as well. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not about the penalties that you do make. It's about the ones that you let go as well. And so 22% of the penalties that the chiefs have this season come in both games of Cheffers ref. What percentage of penalties should have been called that weren't called by Carl and his band of Mary referees. Yeah. I wrote down, there was one that, uh, Frank Clark actually avoided a penalty. Like he was running in on the quarterback and he just released it. And in older school football, you maybe blow that dude year, up. he would have crushed him. Yeah. And he he ran up to him and then put his arms up and like stopped. Stopped. And then he looked Kinda at the like, ref almost like, I did a good job, right? I did a good job. Because <laughs> he should have laid him out. Yeah, he should have, right? And didn't. And didn't. Right. Because he, he knew if I do, I'm going to get a penalty well, here. Cheffers would have penalized him twice. Because, I mean, it, it looked like you could get away with that shot. I know you could get away with that shot before. Yeah. And then he didn't take it. Well, it all because he, I mean, he knows he's going to get flagged. Right. And, and there's like there's no way for you to as a player go, well, you didn't call that. So why are you going to call this? Right. Like there's no transitive property, if you will, in the NFL when it comes to these officiating. So you can't go out there and blow up the quarterback of the other team because your guy yeah. didn't get and penalized. I, you I, know? I feel like I don't know, but. Um, when when Patrick got thrown to the ground, the next series, the the coaches couldn't get the official, but but Chris Jones and Frank Clark did. I was wondering if they were just asking, like we were wondering, like, well, they were asking, well, can I do that too? Because yeah. clearly our guy got thrown, so are all well, everybody's doing? Are it. all bets off today, and we can go ahead and hit the quarterback right. because our guy got got tossed. Chris so. Jones had to get past the lineman first in that game, so before he worries about. I, I that. feel like that there was a there was a definitive. Uh, asking by uh, by the Chiefs players if, yeah. if everything was going to be uh, reciprocal on this particular day. I don't yeah. think that was the case. I don't think it was either. No, see, here here's the deal. I don't like you guys, so if you hit the quarterback even on time, I'm still going to throw a penalty on that. Yeah, there's a good chance of yeah, that. Yeah, there's a good chance. So, so when Carl, so sure again, didn't give though, an answer. But when Carl is out there, you know, refing these games for the Chiefs. Hey, Carl, good to see you. 
are these guys playing with the same intensity that they would be playing with with somebody else out there? How does it change the mindset? And I think it really is a big deal in this day and age in the NFL where you got to play your best on every single play and bring it every single time. If you see, you know, Chaz, you know, Cheffers back there, are you going to go and say, uh, I better not do anything. And then you give up a big play because you're not playing aggressive enough because Chaz is going to throw the penalty yeah, on you. I like to call him Chaz. That's good. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about this. It's, it's, it, it's getting repetitive. It's getting nonsensical. It's, it's getting to no, the and point of... I think it affects of, the players, too. Uh, of, yeah. it, this guy's is screwing us. Yeah. I think it, the, the, the roughing the passer certainly has affected the players. No what doubt. And what they uh, feel like they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And it's taken away their aggressiveness. It has. Absolutely. Sure. Across the league. Yes, across yeah. the league. Across the league. Uh, I guess we need to do a little micro-macro when it comes to the, uh, to the postseason for the Chiefs. A lot of angst. Yeah, last lot, couple yes, of games. Yeah. Don't feel like that they maybe have played their best. And there's been a lot of, well, if this were the playoffs, they couldn't get away with this. I agree. I mean, those two games, those right. two games of their playoff games, they don't they don't win those against good teams. It it just doesn't happen that way. But there is a, a micro and a macro involved. In yeah, this. there there is. The, the the micro is yes. If you turn the ball over, you know, two or more times, even one time in the postseason, and give that team an extra possession, chances are you're not going to win a football game in the playoffs, right? They were able to beat the first two teams that were eliminated from the playoffs in Denver and Houston by not having their best game. You've got to play your best game when you get into the postseason. That's the macro. The macro. The, the micro. The macro is. Holy crap, we've been on a ride that I don't even think anybody realizes how good a ride it's been over the last 10 years. And I, for whatever reason, I was sitting there yesterday doing a deep dive into, you know, this Andy Reid playoff success that he's had here in Kansas City. I honestly, God, don't remember, Josh, what's kind of sent me down this, this rabbit hole of Andy Reid. But once I started going, I just kept digging and digging and digging, much like Twitter did with Chiefsaholic yesterday. And so... um Micro is we better win the title. Macro is uh, hang on a second here, man. We're we're living in Mecca right now when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have been around what 62, 63 years, something like that. This has not been a great franchise, really. I mean, say what you want about the fan base; it's been wonderful. But from a franchise standpoint, until Andy Reid got here, it was a very mediocre yeah, franchise could, at best. You could go and go to the Pro Football Reference page and look at playoff history, right. and there wasn't much, and game. there wasn't yeah. a lot. Not not a whole heck of a lot. No. Not a whole well, heck of a lot. So the Chiefs in their 60- and then Andy now it's the. That's the you're you're in and you're, you're in. It's the gold go. standard, yeah, yeah, right? So yeah. so the Chiefs right now in their sixty plus years of, of very being crowded, in existence, very, very crowded last few years of statistics involving the uh, the playoffs. Oh but God, yes, pretty thin. Yeah, you know if you if you look back, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs right now are like a hundred games over five hundred in their existence. All of that is because of Andy Reid. They were a five hundred at best franchise at best before Andy Reid rolled in into town. And so 25 years of making the playoffs for their history, right? Nine of those have come with Andy Reid as the head coach. He's made the playoffs every year except his second year here in Kansas City. So 25 playoff seasons, nine with Andy Reid. That's 36% of your playoff appearances as your franchise have come with Andy Reid. Marty made the playoff seven times. And that's just appearances. That's appearances, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just appearances. Now the win by better, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get <laughs> yeah, to that yeah, here yeah. in a second. So, Marty, Andy Reid has made the playoffs nine times. Marty had made the playoffs seven times in Kansas City. Hank Stram made the playoffs five times here in Kansas City. So, Andy Reid has already surpassed Marty and Hank with the amount of times he's been into the postseason. 
Andy Reid has nine playoff wins. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Andy Reid has more postseason wins than Hank Stram has games coached in the postseason. Andy Reid has nine playoff wins. Hank Stram coached in eight playoff games in Kansas City with the Chiefs. Think about that for a second. Andy Reid has more wins in the playoffs than Hank Stram has games coached. And when Andy Reid wins one playoff game this year, he will have as many postseason wins as playoff games that Marty coached in the postseason at 10. So you're comparing appearances to wins. Andy Reid is going to have more wins in the playoffs than Marty Schottenheimer had games coached as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Other than Andy Reid, Hank Stram and Marty Schottenheimer are the only other coaches with more than one playoff game coached. Isn't that crazy when you think about it? No other coach other than Andy, Hank, and Marty have more than one playoff game. Not Dick Vermeil, not Herm Edwards, not Todd Haley, not Romeo, none of these guys. One playoff appearance for every other coach that has ever coached the Chiefs is the max, except for Hank and Marty right now. And Andy Reid has surpassed all of that. And, oh, by the way, from a regular season standpoint, Andy Reid has won 72% of his games coaching here in Kansas City. Marty won 63% of his games. Hank Stram won 62% of his games. So micro, yeah, we turned the ball over. It sucks. Carl Cheffer stinks. Macro is, holy crap, we are living in Mecca right now when it comes to this franchise. We couldn't ask for anything better. Go get another Super Bowl championship and put a bow on this thing. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. He's also, though, given us reason to be greedy. Oh, God, yes. You know what I, mean? absolutely I, I, get, I absolutely yes. get yeah. that part. Our, our bar is much higher than it was then. Yeah. For a number of years, it was like, man, I hope to get a playoff win. Right. <laughs> now it's, well, man, I hope, I hope they we get go a bunch eight of, and eight and sneak in. Hope they get a bunch of home games <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a bye and, and win them all. Yeah. So, yeah, the bar, the bar is a little bit higher. But also you have to realize, too, how hard it is to win in the National Football League. I, we said it earlier, 11 of the 12 games on Sunday were within one score going into the fourth quarter. It's and, remarkable how close this league is, which makes it even more remarkable about what Andy Reid's doing. And that's why I've come, I've progressed in this as well to appreciate winning the division. Got to appreciate it, yeah. Because a couple not because, of years ago, we weren't in on no, that. No, I wasn't you know? in on it at all. Yeah. And then now it's like, no, that's your automatic ticket punch. Yeah, you're in. You have to sweat this other garbage that the next three weeks is going to happen for for those jockeying for those wild card spots. Right. It's going to be nuts over the next few weeks mm-hmm. in terms of the shuffling and what have you. Well, geez, no, they're in. They're in. They punch your ticket already. That's right. Um, that that's that's a that's a huge that's a huge thing to just keep doing. And not have to sweat out what other teams are sweating out the next few weeks and trying to just get into the postseason. You're right. in. You're in. It's over. You're in. Appreciate it every once in a while. I know, I know we're greedy. We're all there. We're all greedy. I can tell on Sundays we're all greedy. And you know, you're right. Andy Reid has created and Patrick Mahomes has created this 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 aura around the franchise where we expect greatness. And that's a good thing. But at times we do have to take a step back and realize. It's a hard league to have no, success. In. I mean, I know. I yeah, we know we're greedy. I mean, look at look at Sunday's game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had eighty eight percent completion percentage. They had five hundred yards of offense and all right. stuff. And we're going. Sweat this one out in overtime. Ooh. Yeah, you don't like that. It didn't feel as good. Yeah, mm. Right. You know how we also know we're greedy. You got super fans robbing banks. That's, 
That would that would be the epitome of greed, <laughs> allegedly. Just trying to have a nice Christmas for the kids, I'm sure. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.